welcome to Spoilerama. I'm Marina Gorski. I'm Mick Jordan. And today we are going to talk about Sing Street. And me and Mick, uh, well, I've seen it a few weeks ago and I told Mick he had to see it. <laughs> and today we're both going to discuss our very, probably different points of view. Oh, God, yes. Um, about the film, me being 20 years old and watching a film about the 80s. <laughs> and Mick. And a different country. And a different country, Culture, Brazil. Um, when it's uh, set in Ireland, mm-hmm. which you know, Mick is Irish and is a don't from the eighties. From the eighties, <laughs> let's just say he's he went through the eighties. Let's not talk about age here. Yeah. <laughs> no, let's not talk about age. You just mentioned it three times, but let's not bring it yeah, up yeah, anyway. Let's, let's, let's not, let's not no. keep mentioning it. No, not at all. Okay, Mick. So I actually want to. I'm curious about what you think. Yeah, you've been wait, I'm baited breath waiting to see whether I liked it or not because you liked it, didn't you, Marina? I loved it. Absolutely loved it. Well, so did I. Yay! Um, I loved it. Well, I I guess you said it's a film about me, if you like. It's 1985. It's a teenager from Dublin in 1985. And I was that. Well, I wasn't quite the same as him. I wasn't in a band, but nearly everyone I knew was. Um, And I made a video for a friend of mine was in a band and I made a video for them. And it would have been about 1985 or 1986. Well, I thought because I was watching it throughout trying to find things that were wrong. I said, no, you can do that. So naturally, and actually I was very impressed by the little details that they had that were spot on. Like even one scene where there's a for sale sign and the phone number is only six digits. Because they only came out, they only went seven digits in about 1990 or something like that. Not a few years after. So little things well, like that. Things I wouldn't know. So you wouldn't know or you would have no I wouldn't no. I wouldn't know because in Brazil obviously telephone numbers are and well in this is, they're probably God knows what, did they have telephones in the 1980s in Brazil no we all lived in the jungle oh right and just used <laughs> tin cans and signals and <laughs> yeah. threw shit at each other basically <laughs> but, but you've obviously moved on from that by the time you came around yes yes so cars only got there now Okay, we're moving on. You're really alienating your entire country now. You're just trying to set it. Yeah, sorry. Absolutely. Apologize. Yeah, you see, when I was trying to convince, because we weren't even going to see them, I really wanted to, and I said to John, we need to, we need to, we need to, and he said, no, I want to go see um, Snow White and the Huntsman. (laughs) (laughs) Which I would have thought would have appealed to you as well. Well, uh, after the first one. uh, I haven't seen the first one. It's just like, that's what it meant about remakes and stuff, which is uh, some of them are just dreadful. Um, so, and then his sister saw it. And, and is his sister older or younger? She's younger. She's 12 years old. Oh, and she <laughs> loved it. And she saw it five times. Oh, my God. Well, 12 year olds tend to do that. They like a film. They keep going back. Yeah. And they, she just loved it. And I don't know if it's because she lived in, she, they live in that area. And she's like, right. I know the street. I know the street. And, and yeah. she just loved it all. And Donkey and then all that stuff. But um, she made us go, and John loved it. I, I don't know one Irish person that did not love that film. I don't know if it, if it, if it was because it was so Irish too, mm-hmm. because I thought it was so Irish, especially me watching it. Like, oh my god, the things they'd say, like, oh, that is so Irish. Like what? Like, and just because I mightn't have picked up on it, just take it for granted and just not notice. Can you well, remember just, any particular just the lines way they, Just the way they talk and the, the thing that I told you about, um, what was it, uh, St. John of God's. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that's probably because of me. Yeah, <laughs> because of you. And I was like, oh, that, I, th- I thought of you at the moment he said, 
my dad's at St. John of God's. I cried. I was like, oh, <laughs> well, I think needs to see this. Well, I was thinking that because it came up because I'd forgotten you'd said that. I mean, I went to see it and there was only two other people in the cinema at the time. So as soon as the line came up, it said, um, well, my father's in St. John of God's. And I said, oh, that's that. I was cracking up as well. <laughs> but um, yes. So as I said, a lot of it I recognised as being very well done in terms of accuracy. Um, but that bit of where they were making the video, which is very, very funny, as you yeah. said, so much was funny. Um, I was like, this, no, don't have them just in handy little camera. So it was a big, but where they emphasized the fact you to stick an old fashioned VHS yeah. tape in. And even that was what they had. There. I was amazed that they had it because that sort of equipment in 1985 was colossally expensive. Well, I wouldn't so, know. But um, I was talking to uh, well, my friend's mother's you know customers from the shop I work and all that mm-hmm. and they all said and that's something that happened because they've seen the movie too that at the age um, that they were like with like 16 the girl had you know and the mm. dreams of going to London and everyone just all the girls that even they, they said oh, I should have gone to London at that time too <laughs> oh we all dreamt of going to London we all said we were going to go to London and you know find a living okay. there or whatever because Ireland had nothing for us whatever, and we were all still here <laughs> well they were able to stay yeah, exactly. but I mean, yeah that is it is very accurate because and they say they have news reports in it where people are saying that all these people arriving in London looking for work and certainly that was going on in the 80s and they also mentioned in it uh, how they can't afford a flight to go to London the cost of a flight is just too expensive and it was it was like nowadays you just think Ryanair 20 quid or whatever it is to fly over it was yeah. there was no Ryanair then no Ryanair no internet no Facebook um, it was just very very expensive to go there and people just couldn't come home a lot of the time because of that for holidays and so on so now it's just taken for granted you don't yeah. know you're born these days but uh-huh. but obviously what can yes, you do still, being young and it's perks uh, Marina is flicking her hair as she does this and so on I wish I even had hair to flick but <laughs> But as I said, so very a lot of it was very accurate and that's it. But the other thing, and this is probably why you enjoyed it so much, is it doesn't have to be set in the 1980s and doesn't even have to be set in Ireland. It's very universal. Yeah, but It's the, a coming of age film of people, teenagers, yeah, finding love, music, the whole lot. But even, you know, because the thing, now just comparing it to, to what Brazil was like, even though I wasn't born. You were minus parents, 10 at the time. My parents, well, I feel like I was because I, I grew up listening to that. That music. <laughs> oh, sorry, I thought you were going to listen to your parents going on the <laughs> But that too, that too. And my dad used to tell me that this thing about bands and telling, oh, we're on, we have a band. And tried to, yeah. that was the pickup line for girls. Really? Yeah. In Brazil as well. <laughs> as well. And my dad had a band called the Federants, which in, which in Brazil, uh, Feder, Fedor actually means stinky. So okay. they, they try to make it like an American word. So they said the Federants. <laughs> Just not a word at all. Which either. is not a word at all, and it was just, it's hilarious. And he they they use that as a pickup line. <laughs> they were in a band, and my mum fell for it. I was just going to say that. <laughs> and here you are today, as a result. Yeah, thanks to my dad's band. Shout out to the Federants. Oh, thank God they called you Marina. Yeah. <laughs> Marina and the Federants. <laughs> Marina and the Waves. Oh, so this God. could be the new good thing. Yeah, but that was something that was very um very uh, used as a pickup line then and believe it or not even the bands were the same that they used to listen to in Brazil as, a, as they listened in the, the jungle film. okay 
We had, we had. Okay, we've already. It's you that started this. I have not in any way patronising the good people of Brazil who were busy producing amazing football teams at the time. So that's all there and nuts. <laughs> anyway, let's come back to the come back story. to the film Sing, Sing Street, Street, which is a, a right decade, just a different country and topic. Yeah. Well, you say the music, the listen like that. I was actually disappointed with the music in the film, as I went in expecting to hear all this glorious music from the age. And there's very little. There's a few, and I'd say that's budget constraints. They just simply couldn't afford because it's a small, low budget Irish film. But there is, um, there's a jammer in it briefly and the cure, which is great. But one thing I loved was when pop music came on. Do you, do you reckon, well, you wouldn't be familiar with that song. It's just before the um, concert that they do for the school disco. And they're just getting ready and the music comes on the soundtrack. I'm not going to sing it. Pop, pop music. OK, I just did sing it, but I'm not going <laughs> to sing any more of it. You don't remember that bit. You probably would if, if I played it back for you later. But it was just it was full on the soundtrack. So it was and I like that when they use music like that, where it's emphasizing the visuals. And that's what it was doing there. And it was the only time I really felt where they were using music off the time. Cause that's very much of 1985 or whenever it was. It came out um, but there's all the other things that were missing there was no new order um, um. there was no Depeche mode even though they mentioned them and had someone called them look Depeche mode so some of the lines of it and the dialogue was very funny and very accurate I would say yeah. at that but memory of it but yeah it's the whole thing and of he's in a band everyone was in a band in the yeah but, no, but even what was it um when it came to uh, no, not being racist or anything, but the, but the <laughs> you've covered everything else. Yeah, uh, not to be completely politically incorrect. Okay. Um, but the um, Af African descendant <laughs> child, the Irish, the African Irish. Yeah. Well, he was Irish. Was yeah, which again was but very the, funny. The, yeah. the way they treated her was what, like the way they approached the whole situation of inviting the guy to the band, and he was just so like cool and yeah. you know, he didn't, he didn't really. Mix up with them that much, as in uh, he was really—I uh, don't know how aloof. to say it. Yeah. Yeah. But still really cool. Well, it was just... remember when they meet him first, and first of all they go around to the flat and ask, "Does he live? Does the coloured boy live yeah. here?" <laughs> to his mother, and she says, "No, he lives down the way." <laughs> yeah. And they're about to walk away, and she calls him back. He's like, "This is the only." And this is the other thing: well. there were so few African Americans or African descent people certainly in the 80s there was and what that actually did strike me at the time 1985 Phil it was around and he died in 86 the start of 86 and that was just it was well, I don't mean that they should have mentioned it it's just something that struck me I wonder was that in their thoughts at the time because Phil it was a Dublin very Dublin man from the inner city or that part of the inner city of Dublin that this is all set yeah and when they meet the guy that they do get to send a band and they're talking to him first and they're speaking very very slowly yeah. and is trying to translate and he goes so, so one of them is saying that he's speaking really patronizing and do you we would like to form a musical combination thingy or whatever mm -hmm. and he just turns to the other guy and says what the fuck's wrong with him <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and says, oh you could think like that so i mean things like that were great like it's it is very funny at times but my, that's my point is that it wasn't necessarily of 1980s. It could have been set in present just as easy, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I yeah. Think. Now, again, there would be 
it would you'd have to cope with things like Facebook, internet, and mobile phones and all this just which should be a distraction. That's probably that's probably why it's set in the eighties because everything's so much simpler from yeah, film yeah. from a filmmaking point of view. Yeah, but I thought it was just it was brilliant, and it's such like a, a smart film. It's feel yeah. good at the same time. Like I'd I'd actually watch it again in the cinema. It's very anytime. it is very rewatchable. Yeah, it's sort of you can watch again and again. It's just an enjoyable. You get caught up in it and so yeah. on. And what did you think of the love story itself? Like, were you rooting for them? Uh, no. Oh my like, god! I didn't really care about. You the love are story. such a cynic. I was so much uh, into them being successful as a band and the relationship <laughs> of him and I his think you missed a point to the film. Oh no, you're sorry, you, you've got a point to the film, the brother, yes. Yeah, the brother and him and the uh, fact that he wanted to also, you know, prove himself as a kid to, to the principal of the school that was, it was a priest, wasn't it? He wasn't yeah. there. I just want to make sure that that's... No, no, he's not a priest, he's a Christian brother. Christian brother, okay, because I don't, I'm not Christian by the way, I just put it out there, that's why I don't... Really know about we're ending this podcast now as we've just found a revelation of Marina's horrible background. <laughs> How dare you! Um, well, anyway, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just can't help keep you doing that. That's a toy I've just brought back from Switzerland, by the way. That is going to interfere with our um, podcast for a while and we'll get bored with. It. But in terms of the brother, I thought Jack Rain was very good as the brother, but I didn't like him, the character. Um, I, I sympathise with him at the end when you find out like his whole background he wanted to be big so on and now he just spends all his time smoking weed I found weed. that at the start I found that out at the, like I, I you realised this yeah at the start because he was so into it and he yeah. wanted so much that his brother became that so I was like he was probably the one that wasn't able to do that and he was, I didn't get that well well done <laughs> yes <laughs> I'm actually I study psychology and you could have just got away with I study film <laughs> to be a good no. Angle. <laughs> All right. So you're not even going to pretend. <laughs> okay. Well, no, you got the psychology of it very well. I didn't get that until the end. And well, in terms of like the whole thing that he was so frustrated. Yeah. Across in the end, but he was just annoying the hell out of me the whole way through. The way he was so, um, we're watching Top of the Pops, and that's it. This is you shouldn't be wasting your time with school to the sister. The sister never appeared much either in it. Yeah, she was, was the annoying one, I thought. Was this, Well, she was barely in it. Still so annoying developed. when she was. <laughs> okay. And the yeah. father. I don't like. Father didn't like at all. Yeah. No. Um, he was, well, I didn't really think much. A lot of those characters, the parents, they were just annoying when they were there for the very fact that they were there. So they're distracting from the main story. I want to get yeah. back to the other kids. And like, I, I really liked the rest of the band. I thought the band was, yeah. was very, very funny, particularly his co-writer who is so dry he's the one who yeah. says about john of gods and just says it manufacturing and um, and then as well when he's saying when they're prepared when they look at the poster for the disco and they say we play live and he says we're not ready we can't play we've no instruments we don't have the music it goes on all these reasons he says, will there be girls there he says yes i think we should go <laughs> and they get all in the same tone of voice it's yeah. just so impressive. but even the other two when they go by and they look at the poster and it's like need, needed bass player and it was the drum player that they needed well, no, no i think the, you're, i think it was i think it was a bass player because yeah. i think i know where you're going go on and then and then they were like yep that's us and then they got <laughs> they got it left and then they were in the band and it was just so successful and they all just it was just I don't know, they were so, um, like, the harmony of all of them together was yeah. just really good. Yeah. And, yeah, you just, I, I just loved it. 
Well, I mean, I'd, I'd, I would be interested to hear some of their songs. Like, there is there is a soundtrack. They are songs. Oh, yeah, They recorded yeah, yeah. them, and yeah. some of them were quite good. Though that, again, in itself, annoyed me, because I was going, I want to hear more songs from the 80s. Like people like The Smiths, OMD, all these bands that I was really into back then. And that didn't come across, so it didn't feel 80s enough. But, I mean, that's just a quibble. I mean, the film itself, as it loved it as a film. Yeah. Loved the story between the two, because I thought she was really good. The girl. The girl. And she was very funny in herself. Um, and every because every time she came in to the scene in some way, she just changed everything. There was a real dynamic about her. Like remember when she turns up for the video shoot and she insists they all have to wear makeup. Yeah. And then the next scene is all of them in makeup. And it's just they look so ridiculous. And they're on that side street in Dublin and the local tough and his father come by and they're standing there in makeup. And it's just Yeah. Um yes, I think all there's just it's full of moments that you can t- think of. We've been quoting them all the way through. And so, as we said, it can be watched again and again and probably watched from the point of view, oh, in saying it to someone else, oh, watch this bit, watch out for this or something yeah. like that. So it's a very amusing entertainment film. So, but all that aside, quibbling, spoilers, racism and bigotry put to the side, we both love the film. Yeah. So we would highly recommend Sing Street. So just wrap it up here and just say that we did not have the intention to offend anyone it just happened that way as it yeah. turns out we just try to offend each other yes we usually succeed very well in that anyway and yeah. it's just it's overflowed okay yeah. thank you very much <laughs> thank you very much bye